Welcome to Scanner School, a podcast where we teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. This is Scanner School number session 63, Ask Scanner School volume 6. Now again, if you haven't listened to any of these Ask Scanner Schools in the past, this is where I answer your questions. So whether it's via email, uh, via SpeakPipe, or any other way you can get me a message, um, I'll answer to the best of my ability on a podcast just like this. So before we get started, I remind you that this session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are an Apollo, Unication, and Swiss phone dealer serving the U.S. market. Now, East Coast Pagers sells numeric and alphanumeric products, as well as today's most advanced voice pagers used by many fire departments. When you purchase a Unication or Swiss Phone Voice Pager, shipping is always included. Swiss Phone Pagers and the Unication G4, G5 ship with a spare belt clip. Unication G1 Pagers will also ship with spare batteries, spare belt clips, and also ship free. Complimentary programming of your department's dispatch and fire ground are included. So please contact eastcoastpagers.com for your individual or department quotes and also don't forget to check out the brand new unication g2 and g3 products which will be shipping sometime pretty soon so again check out eastcoastpagers.com it's eastcoastpagers.com and as a reminder all the session notes can be found on our website scannerschool.com slash session 63 Welcome to The Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. So again, this is an Ask Scanner School session where I answer your questions. So in the last couple of weeks, we kind of did a little bit different. One week was only speak pipe questions. Last week was a, uh, or last time around, it was a consulting call. Today, I'm going right back. We'll do a full episode of just emailed questions. So if you've emailed me your question, maybe you'll find your question unanswered on today's podcast. So again, you can go to scannerschool.com slash ask. That's A-S-K, scannerschool.com slash ask to ask me a question for the podcast. Now, again, I do prefer that you do them via speak pipe, which means you will leave me a voicemail message or you can dial our US 516 area code number. Again, this is all on our website at scannerschool.com slash ask. But because I left out some of the emailed questions in the last two sessions, today is dedicated to just your emails. So we'll have Colleen read a couple of questions and we will go through and answer them. So Colleen, go ahead and let's go on with the first question for the week. Blue Moon 55 writes, what is the best antenna length for UHF and AM aviation scanning? Hey, Dave. Thank you very much for your question. This is kind of a loaded question, no pun intended there, because there's loading in, uh, in antennas. But anyway, a general rule of thumb is it's a pretty simple formula. A quarter-inch wave vertical, which is what you'd want for aviation scanning anyway, the formula is 468 divided by the frequency in megahertz will give you the total length that you need in feet. So hopefully you're not using the metric system. I'm not going to confuse you here by talking in feet. So what you'd want to do then is take 468 divided by, say, 118, and that'll give you 3.966 feet. So really your, two, uh, your antenna for VHF aviation monitoring 
for a quarter way vertical is going to be roughly just under four feet. Now, this antenna will also work pretty well for UHF because it's will be a half wave, I believe, at that point. But your best bet really is to go with something like a discount antenna because that'll give you really good reception on both VHF and uh, and UHF, and it'll give you pretty good reception across the band because the discone really has a very large uh, bandwidth of usable bandwidth that that you can use. So a lot of people like to use discone antennas. In fact, if you go to an air show and you look at um, you know some of the uh, Comcart setups, they all have a discone antenna there too. So if you're looking for a good antenna, I do recommend the Diamond Discone uh, D130NJ. So you can look at getting one of those by going to scannerschool.com/slash D130. And J, that's Diamond D, one thirty Nancy Juliet. Um, again, that's one of the antennas I'm putting up on my house uh, when the weather clears up. I'm looking outside right now, and it is snowing out here. So, when the spring time comes and it's time to look around the house and, and change out some gear, that's what I'll be putting up on my house here. But again, go for the discount unless you want to build yourself something. Uh, again, you know that that's always great too if you want to try building yourself your antenna. Uh, just keep it about four feet and you should be good for VHF and UHF. Thanks again, Dave, for submitting your question and emailing it. And uh, Colleen, let's go on to the next one. Bob from California writes, I'm in the market to buy a new scanner. I want the flexibility to scan no matter where I am. I'm looking at the Uniden BCD4536HP. Or are Whistlers better? As best as I can tell with my desire to hear emergency services, DMR, NXDN, and ProVoice will not be covering my interests. I would pay for upgrades if they had, but I'm told I'm out of luck as I'm told most or all police, sheriff, trooper work is scrambled. Your thoughts and wisdom will be appreciated. Hey, Bob. Thank you so much for your question. Now, again, Bob is from California, Maryland not California, the state. So I quickly jumped on Radio Reference and took a look at what California, Maryland has to offer. And this is in St. Mary's County. And there is some conventional when it comes to fire, EMS, state police, and uh, that's about it. There's a couple of systems, though, that really look interesting to me if I was in the area. There's St. Mary's County, which is a P25, P- P25 Phase 1. There's the Joint National Capital Region P25 system, which has a lot of military bases and stuff like that on there, which looks really, really cool to listen to, Uh, as well as the First Responders Interoperable Radio System Team, or the FIRST system. Now, that's a P25 Phase 2. So we're going to use that one as our minimum requirement. So if you're looking at a P25 Phase 2, we're looking at the BCD-436HP, the BCD 536 HP, uh, the 996 P2, the 325 P2, or the Whistler TRX 1, TRX 2, depending on if you're looking for a base or a mobile platform. The other thing you may want to look at, though, is if you look at the uh, the first network or even your St. Mary's County network, uh, is simulcast. So I'm looking at St. Mary's. You only have one system. It's a simulcast system in there. I don't really know how busy or how much of a pain in the neck that would be for you with Summercast. The joint uh, network has got a lot of radio systems in there. And then your first system has got quite a bit of Summercast in there as well. So I'm going to say that 
B&M seen a simulcast in here. Maybe the SDS 100 or 200 may be a really good solution for you in this area. But again, not really knowing how much of a pain in the neck simulcast will be for you, you may be able to get away with something like the 436, 536, the 996 P2 or the 325 P2, the TRX-1 or the TRX-2. <laughs> so... I know it's a mouthful, it's a lot, but as long as you get a radio that's capable of doing P25 Phase 2, you'll be okay. Now, if I were just coming to the market, what radio would I bring? Now, again, I own a TRX-1, a TRX-2, the 436, 536, the SDS-100, 200, right? I've got the disease. I basically, if, if it came out, I own it. It's just the way I am. I love the hobby. What do you want from me? Um, I probably would come down with both the 436... Uh, being, I'm traveling portable now. The 436, the SDS 100, and I would probably bring a SDR dongle or two to play around with and see what was going on. So, I mean, I don't know how much you have in your budget to be spending, but you know that that's where I would go. And again, I'm looking at the HP models because they are easier to program. You'll pay a little bit more for them, but you'll get a little bit more out of it in the end. Not to say there's anything wrong with the 325P2 either. So, as again, as long as you can do P25, Phase 2 with your scanner, I think you're good to go. Like you said, NXDN, DMR, or even Pro Voice isn't a concern to you, so there's no need to pay for any of those upgrades. Um, so, I think, you know, you have pretty much pick of the litter when it comes to... Uh, to pick in a new radio. So whatever it is you get, I would love to know what it is that you finally decide to purchase and uh, let us know how you're making out with it. Thanks again. All right, Colleen, let's do uh, two more. Jim Patnod writes, Hi, Phil. I'm thinking of getting the BCD-996P2. It's been years since I had a scanner, analog. Programming looks like a huge pain. What will I gain over using the Broadcastify app on my tablet? Hey, Jim. Now, with anything, there's a learning curve. So, yeah, it may look a little bit intimidating to get into the programming, but that's not to say it can't be done. It's it's not that it can't be done with hand or it can't be done with the computer. Um, it will take you time, though, to learn how to do it. But if that does kind of uh, intimidate you, you can always buy a radio pre-programmed for whatever it is that you're looking to have done. Uh, one great place to get it done. If you go to Scanner Master, you can actually buy the 996P2 and then also have them set up the radio for you as well. And the fee that you pay for it, it is worth it if you are intimidated by programming. So if you're looking at buying the scanner and you'd like to have Scanner Master handle it for you and you want to help out Scanner School, just go to scannerschool.com slash Scanner Master. That'll take you over to Scanner Master's website with our affiliate code. When you make a purchase, we'll earn a small fee for the referral. So again, the 996P2, the way that it programs up is a little bit different than what we're used to when we look at the old school scanners where you just put in the frequency and move on. It's not how it works with these DMA type of scanners. What you have to do is if it's a conventional, you first you need to set up a system. So think of the system as being in your county. Then you need to set up a group. Think of the group as being a fire department and think of another group as being a police department. And then you need to set up the frequencies. So under each fire, in the fire department group, you would put in the frequencies for the fire department. In the police department group, you'd set up all the police department frequencies. And that's pretty much how you set up the uh, DMA scanners for the unit and platform. How I set mine up when it comes to the systems and the groups and the frequencies I will take a county and the agency. So I'll have Nassau County Fire. And then in each group would be a battalion. 
So battalion one, battalion two, battalion three, all to battalion nine plus a county wide. And then under each battalion, I would have each frequency. This way, I can quickly turn things off and on, or at least I know when I when something shows up, it, it just blinks back and forth as battalion six, and then you know North Mass Beagle Fire Department. Uh, that's just the way I do mine. So when it comes to trunking, that's when things do get a little bit hairy. You'll need to not only set up a system, so you'll call it you know county trunking. You'll need to set up at least one site, which is a trunking site. So that will be whatever site you have on radio reference. Uh, you can set up multiple sites. You also will then need to set up groups. So maybe police, fire, EMS, whatever it is that you want as a group. Then under each group, you would put in the respective talk groups. So on the fire, you maybe put all the fire attack channels. And on the police, you put all the police channels or talk groups. So it's a little bit different. And then you start adding in the alpha tags and everything else. And if it's a Motorola Type 2 system, you got to put the rebanding tables in there as well. So, you know, it, it can be done by hand. It will just take you the, you know, the whole weekend to do it probably. <laughs> but um, there is software out there. I do like to use Butel software. Again, it's scannerschool.com slash Butel. We'll take you to the Butel's website with our affiliate link. And you can use ArcXT to program your scanner, or you could use FreeScan as well. FreeScan is a free piece of software, and you can get that at scannerschool.com slash FreeScan. Again, it's free software, so that's just a pass-through link to get there. Uh, both pieces of software do a great job at programming your scanner using your computer. It makes it nice and easy because you can actually see what you're putting into the scanner. But again, if this whole thing does intimidate you, you can just go to Scanner Master, use our link, scannerschool.com slash scannermaster, Look at the 996. When you're buying the radio, make sure from the pull-down menu, you do add one county and let them know what county you're looking for, and they will set up the scanner for you. All right, so what will you gain over using the Broadcastify app? Well, you'll gain the ability to control the radio. So when you're listening online on a scanner stream, you're at the mercy of whoever is sourcing the stream to you. So if their radio locks up, your live stream locks up. If they lock out a talk group that you want to hear, you won't be able to hear it. If they go down, your live stream will go down. So you gain the ability to control what it is you're listening to. A live stream is good as as it gets for somebody that doesn't have a scanner. Let's put it that way. But for those of us in a hobby that want to really control what it is that we're listening to or tweak things or set things up, exactly how it is that we want them, you want a scanner. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, we're in the hobby to have a scanner in our hand, uh, not so much to be streaming. So uh, while streaming does work, I mean, you can listen all over the globe with streaming. But again, that, that takes you outside of where you were able to listen to to begin with, where your only other option is to stream. But I would strongly recommend getting your own hardware and um, tackling this, go for it. Learn how the product works. Learn how things are done. And uh, like I said, all in all, if it does intimidate you, you can have somebody program it for you. All right. Best of luck with the new scanner. And uh, Colleen, we have time for one more question. Richard from Texas writes, What is simulcast? I listened to a P25 system in Lubbock, Texas, 79413. And I have a BCD 436 HP. If I only set it to police department, no issue. But as soon as I open it up to fire and EMS and conventional, I won't hear anything. 
All right, Richard, great question. Now, we answered simulcast on session 18 of Scanner School. So you can go back and listen to scannerschool.com slash session 18 for a full uh, explanation of what simulcast is. But basically, uh, short version is you have multiple transmission towers all broadcasting the same exact thing at the same time. The problem with today's scanners uh, that aren't the newer ones, the SDS 100, 200, is that when the signal comes in, it's coming from multiple towers. So you may get one signal or two signals uh, or three signals out of alignment from each other. So they'll be slightly out of phase with a little bit delay. The scanner has a very hard time putting things back together again. That causes a problem with the decode. It causes a problem putting the voice data back together again. Because now, remember, we're talking about P25, which is computer data. And when things are out of alignment, when the timing isn't right, all of a sudden, now the scanner can't put things back together again. It's like Humpty Dumpty. The best way, really, to explain simulcast, which is the wrong way to do it, because this isn't a simulcast issue, but it's a great way for us to visualize it. Now, I don't know if you remember, if you're old enough, whatever, but... If you remember with the analog TV days when you would have an over-the-air TV channel and you would get ghosting, right? You'd get multi-path delay from the video signal. You would see maybe the news anchor at the desk and then you'd see a ghosting image just slightly off from where he was. That's kind of what the radio is receiving when you get simulcast. It has the main data, the main picture, but it's got this ghosted image that came in just slightly delayed and out of phase from the main uh, point. The SDS-100, SDS-200 scanners by Uniden look at the IQ data. It knows how to look at the three-dimensional view of the waveform. So it knows how to put all the quadrants back together again, or at least it has a better shot of doing so because it's expecting to have the data and the timing and all that stuff that the earlier versions of the scanners just couldn't handle or couldn't do. So part two of your question is why are you missing some of the stuff when you enable fire and all that other stuff? I do not have a good answer for that without looking at your radio programming. But if I do jump on radio reference, I do notice you have two systems here. You've got the Lobach City County Mutual Radio System, which is a P25 Phase 2. Now this has, again, a simulcast site, but it also has local police, fire EMS. Uh, it's got a incident management team, city services, et cetera, et cetera. But there's also an old EDAC system, which also had police, fire, EMS, and a lot of other stuff. So I am kind of wondering if that favorites list that you have in your scanner that has the fire and systems in it might be pointing at the EDAC system and not the new Phase 2 system or the P25 system. So I would suggest doing a update on the scanner, make sure you have the current values, the current trunk system, and the current talk groups just to make sure that you have the latest information from radio reference in your scanner. That would be the first thing I would check, and that's what I would recommend doing. Great question. And again, if you're looking to learn more about Simulcast, check out scannerschool.com slash session 18. All right, I want to thank everybody who submitted their questions for this session of Ask Scanner School. As a reminder, you can also submit your questions by going to scannerschool.com slash ask. I also want to thank our Patreon supporters, Craig Harper, Brian Southworth, Dan, James Felling, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, M.T. Bono, Mark Beebe, Raymond Hill, and William Arcan. 
You can help support Scanner School by becoming a Patreon supporter, a one-time PayPal donation, or even shopping using our affiliate codes by going to scannerschool.com support. So if you're looking for a new scanner and you want to go to Scanner Master, to Amazon, um, you know, we have the ability for you to help Scanner School when it was, you know, by just by making a purchase at one of those uh, locations. Also, if you're in the market for software, we do recommend Butel Software. So don't forget, too, we also have our new merchandise, coffee mugs, mouse pads, T-shirts, hats, you name it, at scannerschool.com slash shop. Now, Scanner School is copyright 2019, Monitor Long Island, Inc. All the links that we talked about today can be found on our session notes at scannerschool.com slash session 63. I want to thank everybody again who submitted their question all of you out there who help support Scanner School. And please don't forget to check out our brand new YouTube channel. We are just under 1,000 subscribers. So if you haven't yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please, I am itching to get to 1,000. You can go to scannerschool.com slash YouTube. And also don't forget to sign up for our email newsletter at scannerschool.com. Thanks again for listening this week. We'll catch you all again next week. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School, a podcast where we teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. We'll catch you all again next Tuesday, 73.